Praise the Lord. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, we thank God for this day. We thank God for the gift of life. We thank him for this week that has been led by women at FFC. We thank God for our leaders, for the work they have done, for the way they have led us and guided us through. And we know God has been at work. We give him all praise. We give him all glory. Um, before we go ahead, I just want us to humble ourselves and pray together. Yeah. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this afternoon. We thank you for this is the day that you have made that we be glad and rejoice in it. Thank you, Lord, for preserving us. Thank you because you are at work in our lives. In our midst, oh God, we can testify that you are at work. And we thank you for this afternoon as we share. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and, and be with us and help us to understand, help us to learn, help us to be better people, that we shall shine your light, that we shall bring you glory in all that we do and in all that we are. Thank you for all the listeners, wherever they are. May you bless them. May you guide me, Lord, as I share. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you once again. I thank, I thank God for this opportunity to share with you on an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, I take this opportunity to appreciate the the people that have been leading us in the past in the lunch hours since Monday. Thank you so much. God bless you. Yeah, today we are looking at uh, um, a topic called relationships or right. relationship. Yeah, it's a wide topic. I know we won't exhaust it in this one hour. But we are going to try as much as we can to share a few things which I believe will be a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, um, if there be anyone that has a question, we request that you send a message. Since time isn't much, we shall look at those questions and see how to answer them. Alright, so um, right now, Kakano. there are people that are in a relationship. There are those that are single. Yeah, but there are those that are single but are relating. Or there are those that are contemplating. They are about to. Yeah, they are about to enter a relationship. Maybe they are waiting on God. 
nkola gana oboli abachanyira mukama for guidance abalungamye before they take that step so i just wanted to begin by talking about a few things which i called the checklist the checklist before you enter a relationship yeah our sisters and brothers that are not yet in a relationship maybe uh, in one way or the other you'll benefit from this one of those that uh, I wrote down is that a person must be physically mature before you enter a relationship you must be physically mature yeah you cannot be 15 13 and you know, and you think you can just enter a relationship i think there you'll be wasting your time yeah you'll have not set your preferences right secondly there is what i called emotion being emotionally mature emotionally i'll try to explain this father for example do you have the, the emotional muscles to back up your actions Aha. Do you have the emotional muscles to back up your actions? You must ask yourself that question before you enter a relationship. Because of time, I'm not going to to be so detailed. That's why we encourage questions after. Yeah. Mm. So uh, another explanation of, of you, a person being emotionally mature is, do you have the capacity to delay a physical need until a later time? Please ask yourself those questions and give an answer before you enter a relationship. Yeah, do you have the capacity to delay a physical need until a later time? Yes, that's a very important question to ask yourself. Yeah. Number three, do you have a goal or, or a vision? Yeah, are you enter, entering a relationship because your friends are in a relationship? Is it because everyone in church is relating? So are you think I must also enter a relationship? I must find someone to hook? Yeah, you must have a goal 
and a vision before you enter a relationship. Number four, have you worked out your standard on how you will work out your relationship long before it starts? It is important that you work out that you put a standard. Yes, you, you don't just say I'm going to, you know, I'm relating, and you have no, you have no, nothing is is guiding you. You have no standard. You have no principle. You will you'll end up in trouble. So it is important that you set a standard on, on, on how you plan to handle your relationship long before it starts. Praise the Lord. Um, maybe I can I can give a, a, a small example here. When I was relating with my husband before before we got married. One of the standards that we we set is that whenever I would visit where he used to stay, we used to have our meetings in his compound. That was a standard. We would put our chairs in the compound and sit and talk and have a cup of tea. And we call it a day. Uh, you know, we would not go in the house and you're in the sofas and you know that kind of stuff. That was our standard and it helped us. And we would never meet late until late in the evening. Before six, we would have parted. Yeah, that was an example of what I mean here when I said set a standard on how you plan to handle or to work out your relationship long before it starts. Number five is another question says, have you prayed about it? It is very, very important that you take time to seek the Lord, to wait on the Lord before you enter any relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, you must get uh, green lights from the Lord on whether you're, you're supposed to enter that relationship or not. So if you have not sought the Lord, you won't know whether he's saying yes or no. So kindly wait on the Lord for the green lights or the red lights. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that was one. 
kati. We are talking about the checklist before you enter a relationship. Tubade tuogera kubyo lina soko kwekenenya ngatonaba kuyingira mu nkolagana. Our, our single girls and single boys Aba or gentlemen and ladies. Abachari single. I know these are just a few. But you could pick one or two that may help you before you take this step. So, uh, secondly, we are going to look at um, what do you do while in a relationship. How do you handle yourself? Like I said, I'm not exhausting everything here. But I'm just, you know, trying to touch here and there a little. Who knows, we, we shall get more time, maybe physically, and we share more. So now, how do you, how do you behave, you know, how do you, Handle yourself while in a relationship. One, you must keep yourself sexually pure. Yes, sexually pure, especially in the following areas. Um, pure in your mind. Yes, you must keep yourself sexually pure in your mind. As a child of God, you cannot afford to behave like everyone behaves. You cannot live like everyone lives. Uh, Philippians chapter 4 Philippians 4 verse 8 it reads for the rest brethren whatever is true whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly whatever is just whatever is pure Whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there, if there is anything, if there is any virtue and excellency, if there is anything worthy of praise, think and weigh and take account of these things, in brackets, fix your minds on them. Praise the Lord. The Bible is telling us, about the kind of things that we should fix our minds on. If you're relating with someone and you find yourself entertaining, you know, um, ungodly thoughts, you will, you will land yourself in trouble. Because something just begins as a thought. And it will grow into something else. 
so make sure you you you're pure in your mind when you're relating with someone also keep yourself pure in your body yes your body must be pure sexually pure do not abuse your body while relating also keep yourself pure in words yeah what are the kind of words that you use between the two of you are they words that will cause you to be tempted are they words that will cause your 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 friend you know to be tempted so be careful the kind of words you use no when ritual. you're relating. Also keep yourself uh, sexually pure in mannerism. Yeah, this may be behavior between boys and girls. This is what it means. Yeah, your mannerism, the way you behave, the way you carry yourself, the way you dress up. Are you dressing up in a way that is suggesting something to someone? Yes, so while you're relating, keep yourself sexually pure in these four areas that we have talked about. Your mind, your body, your words, and your mannerism. Number two, you must have self-control. Yes. Self control is the fruit of the spirit. You must have this fruit in you. While, while you're relating with someone. Number three. Be in a good relationship with the Lord. If you're not in a good relationship with the Lord. Trust me things will not work out with someone else. So first sort yourself with the Lord. And then you can allow someone else in your life. Yeah, it is so important that you're in good standing with the Lord before, um, while, you, while you're relating. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. Uh, learn to be obedient to parents and leaders. And your leaders, your pastors, your, your department leaders, you know. Most most young people think when they are relating, it's like they have they have arrived. It's like nothing else matters. No one else matters. You begin cutting off everyone. You know, this is this is wrong. While you're relating, be mindful. That you're obedient to your parents. If you know you're expected to be at home before six, please keep that in mind. 
It doesn't mean because now you're relating with someone you can't disobey your parents you know You can't listen to your pastors you can't listen to your leaders Even your friends Yeah they may be friends who are you know telling you why don't you maybe behave like this but Don't ignore your friends simply because you're hooked with someone It is very important and it will protect you. Number I can end here on this. We called this how do you behave while in in relationship. Yes, while in a relationship how do you behave? Uh, these are just a few things like I said. Because of time, we are not exhausting them. So right now, I want us to look at something very interesting. I know most of us have heard people say, hey, I'm in love with so and so. I'm in love, you know. So what is, what is love? What is this love that we talk about? How I wish people gave me answers, but um, <laughs> I'm going to answer myself. So what do we mean when we say I'm in love? I know there are so many explanations of of what this may mean or of what this means. But I'm going to explain it in a very, very simple way. And I'm going to use scripture to explain this. We are going to go to First John chapter 4. Uh, First John Yes, first John chapter four, verse eight. I'm going to read and then Sola will read also. Uh, it says he who does not he who does not love has not become acquainted with God, or does not and never did know him, for God is love. Hallelujah. Amen. My explanation here is that God is love. I began by asking, what is love? So the answer is here. In in First John four eight. That God is love. Eh, I know some people are like, eh, eh, which Maya, kind of, of explanation is that? <laughs> but uh, we are still going on. We will get to know what exactly we mean when we say God is love. Because all, 
all if if anyone is ever to love somebody kubanga omuntu yenna wa eba wa kwagala mulala if a parent is to love a child omuzadde wabanga akagala mwana we if a husband is to love a wife ngano mwami wa kwagala mchala we if a, a wife is to love a husband ngano mchala wa kwagala mwami we or a boyfriend to love a girlfriend oba boyfriend na yagala girlfriend or girlfriend we. to love a boyfriend oba ne girlfriend okwagala boyfriend that kind of love okwagala okokonna true love must have come from god kuina kubanga kuveri no one is going to truly love you teli mtu yanagenda kuagalira dalere byadala if they do not have god in them wabanga taina katonda muye if the true love of god is not in them kuagala kwa katonda kwa namba tubanga tekuli muye trust me they will not love you nesigo mtu yotajja kuagala so you out there kati wabanga oli wabwewe yo you are in love ngoli mukwano with so and so no muntu wati ne wati please be reminded that god is love jukirant katonda kwagala that kind of genuine love okwagala okwanna madala has to come from god ulina kubanga kuveri katonda someone said waluwe yagamba that if love comes from god tokwagala kuba kuveri katonda it can be comfortable in the presence of god kubera ngaku kukalira bulunji mukubera kwa katonda yes if you're relating uwera ngo oli mukwagala kwa katonda the two of you will be comfortable in the presence of god mwembi okubera kwa katonda mujja kwagala nnyo kubera but if there is one of you who says ah me no i don't like these things of church think twice if that love has come from god that two of you must feel comfortable in the presence of god hallelujah amen yeah and um, we we all know that every good thing that god has made the devil has made a counterfeit so what is the counterfeit of love like i said i wish i had hands up when brainstorm on this but quickly i'm going to give you the answer the counterfeit of love is infatuation infatuation i don't know how to how to interpret it to luganda but uh, maybe as we explain you will get to know what we mean by infatuation ekigambe kyo muluzungu kitibwa infatuation etugenda kitegera nga kinyonyolewa mu luganda because most people tell you i'm in love omuntu omwayizo kugamanti nze ndi mukwano when it is actually infatuation nenga sigwe mukwano omutufu ogwanna madala so quickly i'm going to give i'm going to give uh differences between love and infatuation wakati wo kwagalo kutuvu kwanna madala ne kwagalo kwechukuli exactly Amen. and you're going to understand it properly one infatuation is ruled by feelings okwagala kuno kwechukuli kokufugirwa ngeri omuntu jauliramu while true love chokate ngokwagalo kwanna madala is ruled by principle kwa kufugiwa nono yes infatuation 
it's just after feelings today they feel nice they feel like hugging you they feel like taking you out and the next day they feel like slapping you that is infatuation but true love it has feelings Yes, it is. It is not only composed of feelings only, but also principle. Yes, true love is governed by principle. Yes, true love is feeling plus principle. We can read First Corinthians thirteen four to eight later in your own time. For the sake of time, we are not going there. But that will show you what true love is. Hallelujah. Number two, another difference between true love and infatuation is that infatuation is blind but but true love sees and examines yes for example a girl may recognize that the boyfriend she's relating with is hooked on drugs but because they are not being governed by true love, they are just, you know, being ruled by feelings. Such a person still goes ahead to plan to uh, with the plans of for marriage. That is that is infatuation. Because true love will show you that there is a problem here. And in the same way, a, 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 a young man may realize the girl he's relating with is loose, behaves, you know, herself not in a very becoming manner, but still goes ahead to marry her. Yeah, you notice certain things, but you know, you still go ahead. True love examines. True love sees and examines. Jesus asked in Mark 8, 18 that do you have eyes but fail to see? Yes. You are in relationship but don't be blind. Do not be blinded by these feelings, the physical you know, appearances. Because we do not marry we do not marry charisma, we marry character. Yes, you know charisma, you know so and so sings so well, she does this so well. Oh, he does that so well. It is character. So true love looks for character. 
Yeah. Number three. Echokusatu. Infatuation is in a hurry. Okuagala kuno kwechipuli kube ilamu wangu. But kupapa. true love takes time. Na yu kuagala kwa namadada kukutu We all know that everything of permanent value in life takes time. Fena tushimaiti mbulamwe vintuwe vivele da vitu alobude. If you're not ready to be patient in life. Uwela angatoli muetefutefu kulindiriru wagu mekiliza mbulamwe. You'll keep falling. You know, you know, you'll keep doing having retakes. Life will take you backwards until you have learned properly. So everything of value in life, it takes time. Praise the Lord. So it is only infatuation that is in a hurry. Someone said that we can build a shack overnight. But if we are building a house that will stand the, the fury of a, a hurricane, it will take time. It has to take time. So do not be in a hurry. Teba kupapisa. Olita jana kupapisa afo mia, you know. Hmm? Refuse, mm. take your time. Gana bambi tuwalo budebo. You need to study the person. You need to know who they are. You need to know how they handle other people. Number four. Infatuation is obsessed with externals. But love is concerned with internals. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, the externals, the kind, the figure, the kind of car they drive, the kind of house he stays in, those are the things that are appealing to infatuation. But true love looks at the internals. True love is more concerned with the personality. True love examines the habits. The inner virtues or vices. Hallelujah. True love tries to look at a person the same way God looks at, at people. The scripture says that man looks at the outside but God looks on the inside. If someone truly loves you, they will look at you the way God looks at you. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, Number five. Uh, infatuation is childish while true love is mature. Yes. Wow. Uh, infatuation is all about give me. You're not you're not willing to you're not willing to invest. Yes, uh, that the infatuation is self-centered. You know? It cries for self-gratification. Regardless of the consequences later. 
Hallelujah. Amen. If you if you if you notice such kind of traits in a person, they only think about themselves. They do not think about the others. It is all about them. They don't mind the consequences, but for them, they want to do something and do it now. Then think twice. While on the other hand, true love refrains from enjoying. Yeah, from enjoying today that which we, which it will regret tomorrow. Uh-huh. Let me repeat that. That true love refrains from enjoying today that which it will regret tomorrow. That is true love. You think about the consequences. Infatuation thinks like a child. And behaves like a child. You'll tell a child that that flat iron is hot. But they will go, go ahead and put their hands on it. And, and trust me, they will get burnt. Na yu muntu wa mkulu. Bumugamba nti wali natadeko pase yocha. When you tell them that that flat iron is hot. They will be careful. Aja kwegendeleza. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, we better put childish ways behind. Those of us that are in a relationship. And behave like mature people. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. You will read, you will read in your own time. About putting childish ways behind us. Maybe the last point I can... Uh, the last difference I can give uh, before we go to the last part of this is that infatuation is a human ditch is a human ditch mm -hmm. but love is a divine ladder aha one goes down while the other goes up. So if you are in infatuation, you are on your way downwards. But you, if you are in love, if it is true love, then you are on your way upwards. Yeah, infatuation is a, is a, it is like a ditch into which blindfolded people fall in. Bazibidwamaso, they have refused to look at reality. They mm. have, you know, they have been blindfolded. But love is a ladder unto which wide-eyed people climb. Hallelujah. Amen. True love does not come by accident. It involves effort. It takes thinking. 
Chitwa alomu tokulowoza. And working. No kukola. And caring. No kufayo. Remember we said infatuation. In infatuation. The person only thinks about themselves. Doesn't matter what happens to the other party. It is all about them. But true love is not like this. Hallelujah. Amen. True love is a divine ladder. And every person has that freedom. To choose between the two. At least now you have, you, I've given a few differences. But, but now you can tell where you stand. And those that are not yet in a relationship, you have an idea when a person comes your way. At least you'll be able to detect and know whether you're on your way downward or upward. Hallelujah. So the last part of this program I just want to give a few qualities. Quality. If you're there, if if you're there and you're looking out for a wife. I know there are so many qualities. To look out for. To look out for, but I'm Embala. just going to give a few. One. Esoka. Qualities of a good wife is what we are talking about right now. You can say good wife, stroke mother. One. That wife must love the Lord. She must be one that loves the Lord. A girl who takes Christ for granted will do the same with her husband. Yes. If she takes Christ for granted, trust me, my brother, she will do the same to you. Two, cheerfulness. It is good to have a wife that is cheerful. A girl who is unhappy and discontent before marriage. Will not suddenly change afterwards. Yes, if she's the kind who never appreciates anything, ever grumbling, it's not marriage that will transform her. So watch out for this kind of trait. Yeah, under this uh, cheerfulness. I can say that a woman who cannot find joy from a wellspring within. Will not find it in the difficulties and trials of marriage and motherhood. There are some people that are, are waiting and they are like me. I'll only be happy when I get married. No, that is not true. That joy must be flowing 
flowing right from deep within you. Even now before you get married, even now before you, you enter in relationship. I'm trying to be brief and quick because our time is fast spent. Three, thankfulness. We are looking at qualities of a good wife. Just a few of them. A few of them. Yeah. Thankfulness. When a young girl is unthankful towards her family, her circumstances, a change of environment and relationship won't make her thankful. Yeah, if she's not thankful, if she's not appreciating where she is, her home, her brothers, her friends, her church, Getting married won't make her any different. So it is good to have a wife that is thankful with what God has blessed her with. Creative and hardworking. My brother, never marry a lazy girl. If she expects if she expects to be waited on, then let her marry a waiter. You cannot marry a lazy girl. You'll be ready to pay for it, to pay the consequences. Yeah, never marry a girl who thinks she is not getting the best husband in the world when she gets you. Yes. Never marry such a girl. A wonderful wife must be convinced that when she gets you, she has gotten the best the best husband ever hallelujah Amen. Um, number five a lover of children this is a, an important quality here a girl who does not want her life encumbered with children is suffering a deep heart and is walking a road to misery. It is important to have a mother who loves children. Very, very important. Like I said, we are being brief. Time is not on our side. Those were qualities of a good wife or mother. Just a few of them. We haven't exhausted them. Maybe later. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are going to look now at qualities of a good and wonderful husband. Uh, quickly, we can go to Timothy. Uh, First Timothy. Uh, Timothy, 
I'm not going to go through all these verses but we know the Bible here um, gives us the expectation of um, if a person is to to be a leader what kind of qualities what kind of person should this be if the part, if this uh, let me read verse 2 now a bishop must give no grounds for accusation but must be above reproach the husband of one wife circumspect and temperate and self-controlled he must be sensible and well behaved and dignified and lead an orderly life he must be hospitable showing love for and being friend to the believers especially strangers or foreigners and be a capable and qualified teacher here the lord is telling us the kind of person that should lead in the church this is what he expects from a person that will lead his bride who is the church yes and in the same manner we must look out for these qualities in a person who is going to 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 head the 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 bride this bride you you young girl yes you must look out for these qualities so i'll quickly go through them it was first uh, timothy chapter 3 i was reading from verse 2 timotheo esoka esula ya kusatu onyirwa kubiri wetu bade tusoma yes you'll get time and go through that but quickly let's look at the qualities of a good husband ya one esoka commitment obesimbo he must be committed to god first of all inokuberange okusoka dalala mwesimbo ye wadde yeri katonda if he's going to be committed to you then he must show commitment to god he must show commitment to the community commitment to church it matters a lot how that kind of person spends their time if you're looking out for qualities of a good husband look at how he spends his time before marriage because it matters a lot if he's just wasting his time he's not committed to anyone or to anything trust me he will do the same if even after you have married Yeah, so such a person must be committed to God. Committed to the word of God. And committed to family. Praise the Lord. I hope you've got that. Number 2. Number quality number 2 is humility. Yeah, is he a person who is a here I am? Here I am. You know? Or is he a there you are type of guy? 
remember we talked about true love and infatuation and we said in infatuation the other party only thinks about themselves so a guy who is the here I am everything is centered on him he doesn't think about the other party please think twice it is important to look out for a person who is a there you are type of guy. Someone with this quality of humility. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three is reputation. Yeah, rep, rep, reputation is important. What is it that people know about that person? What you know it, it matters what the outsiders think about you. The report, you know, the report that you have outside there. At your workplace, Jokorera. in your family, family yo. at church, Kukanisa. in your community, even on the road as you drive. Some people's characters display while they are driving on the road. You do not know, but you tell us who you are so much while you're driving. Our brothers. So reputation is so important. What others think about you is very important. So my sisters, be mindful full of this reputation hallelujah Amen. number four initiative initiative yes initiative someone who is hard working you know planning Yes, you know, I na plan. Mm. Yes, Amina. very initiative. Someone said that rem leaders remove confusion. Because the husband is the leader. He must be able to remove every confusion. Yes, leaders remove confusion. So they must have that initiative of how do we do this? How do we handle this? You know? it is, yeah, it is. He must be in, in initiate the communicate, you know, communicating about certain things. To clearly, clearly show, you know, that this is the way we are taking, this is our vision. That's an important uh, quality also. Uh, Self-control is another one. Especially in the following areas. One, alcohol. Adultery. Anger. Can that man or boy be able to restrain a physical desire because he because he is given to God? Can he can he restrain a physical desire because he is given to God? I know relationship, but he is able to you know to have that self control in him. 
Even in the areas of money. Is he controlled? Or does money drive him crazy? He can do anything to get money. Where is money, he doesn't listen to anybody, doesn't consider anybody. Yeah, so self-control in those areas, money, alcohol, adultery, and anger. Yes, look out for those. Number five, a good husband must be submitted to God. To God's truth, yes. Yeah, he must be one who reads the word of God and follows the truth that is in the word of God. Since he is supposed to, to work supposed to wash over the wife with God's word and to discipline the children in the word. Then he must be one that is given to the truth that is in the word of God. Please look out for this quality. I know these are just a few of the core values that we looked at in, in, in uh, 1 Timothy 3. But that you can look out for in a potential husband. But I know there are so many much more. Yeah, it is important that you consider things that are not only going to matter now when you're looking out for a potential husband. Look out for those things that are not only going to matter now but, but years down the road. Yes, look out for those things. Don't only look at the physical appearance. Look out for those things that will matter years down the road. And ladies out there, let us also seek to grow ourselves in these same qualities. We cannot uh, look out for the best from God and, and yet we are neglecting to work, you know, to work out the same in ourselves. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Time is fast spent. May the Lord bless you. I believe you have learned. God bless you. Amen. Amen.